day, everyone. You're listening to Chatting It Up, the only radio show where I leave the comfort of my studio to ask the UCM students questions in their natural habitat. That's right. Today, we're doing things a little different, and instead of our normal interviews, we're doing something I like to call Chatting It Up on the road. But you must be wondering, Greg, what did you ask the students of UCM? Well, there are many things that go bump in the night, and over the years I found that UCM is no different in that regard. There are many spooky stories that have surfaced, and there are many different ghosts of UCM, and I aim to find some of these stories today. So, without further ado, let's get into the haunts of UCM. Our first interview is with Nolan Crane, who has heard some interesting rumors that have circulated around the old Yeater building. Well, the main one I'd like to start with, I think, would be probably Yeater Hall. I think a lot of people talk about Yeater Hall being haunted. In fact, I think there's a big plaque out front of it that says it's haunted by the ghost of the, name, the lady that the building is named after. Um, but yeah, just things like... I don't know. People see lights go on and off by themselves. They've heard footsteps. Uh, they felt cold spots, and they've seen they've seen like shadows of a woman's head and like the windows and stuff. Different things like that. Just those are things I've heard, but I've not really looked into or anything, so I couldn't tell you too many details about it. Uh, let's see. There was one. I think it was in yeah. It was in House Hosey. Uh, um, there was a girl named Sarah, I think it was, who, I think she committed suicide and she was pregnant or something like that. I think. I could be wrong. That's what I've heard anyway. I mean, I've been to Hatsozi a couple times, but I've never really seen any paranormal happenings or anything like that. So, yeah. I've not really seen much paranormal activity on campus. Um, well, actually, there was one story in, uh, in the Ellis Hall, I think it was, of some person reported an alarm clock flying across the room, but I think that's... I don't know how true that is or not, because, I mean, you know, who knows, might have been a prank or something. Now, Nolan's heard many rumors about these haunts, but does he actually believe that they are true? So, if you were to ask me that maybe five years ago, I would have said yes. But, since it's since I'm a little bit older and a little bit wiser, I would say no, because I'm not that... I used to believe in ghosts a lot when I was younger, like, to the point where I'd argue with people that they existed. But nowadays, it's like, no, nah, I don't think ghosts exist that really that much because, like, scientifically, probably not. But maybe, maybe metaphysically, maybe it's a it's a possibility. It's entirely possible. I'm not saying that they don't exist, but at the same time, I'm saying I'd have to see it to believe it. I think. Thanks to Nolan, we have an interesting place to start at. Rumors of a woman's head, lights flickering, the objects flying off walls. But are there other stories that might confirm these or add more accounts? Well, Gavin Rupp heard a story about a summer sanitation worker at Yeater Hall, so let's find out. Okay. Yeah, just start. Okay. So, there's a guy who worked as a sanitation worker over the summer. He was a student at UCM, and the one building that he did not like to clean was the old Yeater building, because apparently, when him and his buddy would go inside to clean, he would put down his stuff, his sanitation gear, go in one room clean, come out, and then some of it would be gone. And he would blame his other person that was there. The other person would blame him because he had stuff missing too. And they were kind of confused because the floors are really creaky, so it was really audible to hear if someone took something or someone was walking around, but they heard nothing. 
So then later on, towards the end of his uh, summer like time there as a sanitation worker, his mother, because he didn't have a car at the time, dropped him off at the old Yeeter building. I think he was supposed to be like more towards the center of UCM where all the activity is to meet up with the last sanitation workers. And he started to, it was misty that night too, so he couldn't really see that well. But he started to walk along the sidewalk where you can see like the staircase because you know, there's windows there. And he saw the first, second, and third floors were lit up completely because there was electricity on that floor. But the fourth floor apparently should not have had any because the wires were cut a long time ago. So we walked along, kept on glancing at the Yeeter building. And then all of a sudden he saw in one window in the staircase, the fourth floor lit up. Then all of a sudden it just cut out. Then for one or two minutes, he said that it kept on blinking on and on, on off and on. And he had no clue if someone was playing a prank on him, but he did not think so because he went up there personally and saw that the wires were cut. So he quickly just went away. And after that, he said he believed in ghosts. I personally don't think I could clean an assumed haunted place, especially since I love listening to my music. So I wouldn't even hear the ghost until it's too late. But then again, it could make for a pretty cool vid if I bring a camcorder. I could title it something like, Investigating the Ghosts of Yeeter Hall at 3am, Herobrime Shows Up, No Clickbait. But uh, jokes aside, I also asked Gavin if they believe in ghosts, and here was his response. Kinda? Not like... I mean, w when people are freaked out, that means they must have seen something. But I personally, until I experience something, it's 50-50. I also found that Yeeter isn't the only haunted place on campus. Resident of Nickerson Building, Molly Blackburn, had her own stories to tell of her old dorms. It was actually in my dorm room. This was back when I still had a single room, so I lived by myself. Um, it was about 3 a.m. and I was like half asleep. And I heard something like forcefully fall off my wall. And at that point I was like, it just fell. I'll check it in the morning. <laughs> and then when I got up, I figured my hook had just fallen off the wall because things are really hard to stay up in dorm rooms. But the hook was perfectly fine and I even pulled on it, but the frame was the thing that fell. And the way the frame works, you have to push up and then out. It's not something that can just like fall forward. And it not only went up and over, but about five feet away from the wall. So kind of terrifying. At first I was just mainly confused because I was like so sure that the command strip was the thing that fell off but afterwards it was just kind of eerie like oh that actually happened. <laughs> Nickerson is known as being one of the like haunted dorms on campus so I do hear like a lot of random noises that can't really be explained but as far as like actual physical things that was the only one. Just like in Nolan's rumor, Molly had something come off the walls, but do people actually believe this story? Um, it's normally half and half. Normally people are like, oh my god, that is creepy. Or some people are like, no, you were asleep, it just fell. I also asked Molly if she believed ghosts exist. Um, I always have. I'm not like a diehard believer, like, I do think some people fake their stories, but I do think ghosts exist, and I think that was one of them. But before I could leave, Molly remembered another story that she wanted to tell. Like I said, Nickerson is one of the like haunted dorms. I live in the room right next to the stairway, and I hear it all the time. The girl who lived in my room last year heard it all the time. It's called the basketball in the stairwell, and even when the stairwell is empty, you'll hear a basketball bouncing. 
so that's kind of creepy. Those are some truly spooky tales, but that's not the only ones that come from Nickerson. Danny Gage has spent a lot of time with the theater of UCM and has many of his own stories from Nickerson as well. Okay, so there's a ghost. Everyone knows about the Yeeter ghost, but there's actually a ghost in the Nickerson building, um, and it haunts the only the theater ship. Um, and I know this story, and I, I have a theory. Uh, the theory is that the ghost is there because when the school burned down, uh, the theater kids decided it'd be funny to take a picture of them smiling next to a burned down building. And so I'm thinking that this ghost haunts haunts that area, only the theater ship area, because of that. And like, uh, there'll be, when I lived there, there was knocks that were like out of nowhere, like it'd be 4 a.m. and there'd be knocks on people's doors, but people would open them, there'd be no one there. There'd be like random like pictures and stuff that were even like really like safely secured on the wall, would just come flying off. Lights would flicker, window blinds would just like go up and down. It was crazy. I've seen that my door be um, knocked on, but no one be out in the hallway, no one no sign of running away either. Like, just really loud knocking. But I check, and there'd be no one running away, nothing. Um, I seen a friend's um, picture just fly off the wall. And, like, the wall was, like, completely dry and stuff. So it's not like it, like, there was no draft. There was no wind or anything. It was just flew right off. I saw that. And then I've seen uh, lights flicker randomly throughout the only the theater ship area weird and so how have these interactions made you feel uh well you know uh i don't i'm i'm not a fan of ghosts i don't like i don't like ghosts ghosts kind of scare me um i i'm not a big fan of any of the movies like paranormal activity or anything because i don't like ghosts i don't like anything that might be uh, the the ouija board i don't like that I don't, I don't mess around with those things. I'm I'm a very kind of uh, superstitious person. So, uh, I, you know, I mean, the ghost never hurt me or anything. So I was like, I guess there's a ghost here. As long as it doesn't try to hurt me, I guess that's all right. But, you know, uneasy. I guess I felt pretty uneasy when I lived uh, in the theatership. We're just going to take a quick commercial break here, and we'll be back soon with some more spooky tales. And welcome back to this spooky edition of Chatting It Up on the Road. And uh, how do people typically respond to your stories? They they respond with more stories of their own. Uh, I've had many friends come to me and be like, Yeah, no, I've heard a bunch of knocking in the Nicker, Nickerson uh, theater ship. And it happens like only in the theater ship. Like anybody else in the Nickerson building, 
they're like, what? That's crazy. But in the theater ship, everyone's like, yeah, no, there's something going on there. There's no way that this is just a coincidence. So people usually share their own stories and uh, opinions about the ghost of Nickerson. And did you believe in ghosts before this, or did this event change how you thought? Uh, I, I believed in ghosts uh, before before this. Uh, I didn't know to what extent I believed in ghosts, but I did. I did believe that there were supernatural uh, entities out there. Um, that I know that the theater kids would summon one to their building. Um, but yeah, no, I believed in ghosts before, but it kind of just reinforced the idea of, ha, there is supernatural entities out there. I knew I wasn't crazy. And uh, do you have any other stories related to this? I'm not sure if I have any other stories related to the Nickerson ghost. I mean, I've, I've definitely, there has been, apparently this is more recent, but there have been, um, people walking in like the theater ship hall and they would just feel like random chills but it'd be like warm out like in the building and outside but they just feel random chills uh crawl up their spine so you know that could be a drafting issue or you know it could be an actual ghost um but that's really that i i live in foster knox now so not really a lot of ghostly activity out here um, so, be careful, theater kids, because they, uh, they summon ghosts, and they play with Ouija boards on the theater ship, so, you go to the theater ship, just be careful, you might fight a ghost, because of the theater kids, that's all I'm saying. Well, thank you, Danny, for coming on. Of course, thank you for having me. But there's a few things I want to say before we continue in our ghost hunt. First off, I've been down in Nickerson hanging with friends late at night, and those halls are pretty spoopy when you're alone and half of the lights don't even come on. Second, I was really happy to hear someone bring up UCM's fire. In case you're unaware, in 1915, almost all of UCM burnt down due to a massive fire, and I've heard from some professors and alum that the haunting started soon after, so Danny's connection isn't too far from some other rumors I've heard. Funny thing too, when I was looking into this myself, I found that UCM has given historical haunted tours before, so that's pretty neat. However, before I get too much on a side tangent, I asked Abby Fowler if she's heard anything, and she had this little tale to spin. On campus, um, I did see something really creepy once, which was, uh, I saw, it's kind of gruesome, but I saw a squirrel cut in half just in the middle of campus. I don't know if that's paranormal, but I was like, that's freaky. Um, and there was like, I couldn't find the other half. There was no blood. It was just half of a squirrel. <laughs> that is really weird. <laughs> I know. Doesn't that seem like monster activity? <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, what sort of rumors have you heard about a uh, ghost events? Well, my mom was the one who told me because my mom is a, a frequent visitor of the university, and she was the one who told me about the Yeater ghost. Because um, as we were passing Yeeter, she was like, 
you know, sometimes it's rumored if you look at the windows and you see someone looking out, it's actually the ghost of Peter Hall or whatever. And I was like, ooh, spooky. And that was, so now I'm always like watching the windows to see if I can spot, spot the ghost. Cool, and is there anything else that you know about Yeeter's hauntings? Um, I do not. I talked to uh, my roommate and they said that they, it was like rumored that the ghost's name was Laura. Um, but you know, like that's pretty much all I know. I know that sometimes she's looking out of the windows. Um, sometimes it does get a little drafty in Yeeter and some people <laughs> credit that to the haunting, but you know, just all rumors and stuff. And do you believe these rumors to be true at all? Honestly, I am very much... Uh, I have to kind of see it personally to believe it, so I'm more of like a... not a true believer, I would say. Not quite yet. And do you believe in ghosts at all? Um... I would say... sure. I don't not believe, I guess. But I'm not like a, they definitely exist. I'm more of like a, you know, they might, uh, but I've never seen one myself. Okay. Well, then if that's it, then I'd like to take a moment to thank you, Abby. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. And another interesting rumor, especially since Nolan Crane had said similar things. And it's even more interesting of the fact that a parent of a student from UCM was saying this and knew this before the student did. So how far do these rumors truly spread throughout Warrensburg? Our last interview is with UCM alum Jacob Sother, who used to work with PBS under the Martin Building. Yeah, so um, long time ago, uh, when I or when I was going to UCM, um, I worked at uh, the on-campus PBS station, KMOS, and the the place that we work in is called Master Control. It's a small, dark room uh, just beside the hallway, um, and there's a, a door that leads down into KMOS. Um, and so, whenever you're like you're sitting in that room, you can hear doors in like the hallway or in nearby areas being opened and closed. Um, and the loudest door is obviously the one that, that goes right into Camel West just because it's like right beside master control. And I swear, there were, like even my coworkers can attest to this. Um, we would be in there at like the dead of night. So it'd be like maybe seven or eight o'clock. Uh, and it, would, it could even be like, uh, a holiday weekend or like uh, summer break or something when there's like no one here um, all of the all of the janitors have already come through the area like they're not here and you'll be sitting there and you'll hear like doors including the like what sounds like the door to, to KMOS open and close and you'll look out the window and there's nothing like nothing there the door doesn't appear to have moved it's just like it sounds like there's some someone moving around but you can't see them and how would this make you guys feel when these sort of events would happen um i know when i was first working there 
Um, it freaked me out uh, just because, like, especially on weekends or on, like, breaks. Um, yeah, I kind of, I had this understanding that no one else should be in there. And so, like, when I would hear it, I, if nothing was really, like, going on, I sometimes would, like, step out of master control and kind of look, look up and down the hallway to see if, like, maybe if someone got lost or something. And usually there was no one there, so I'd be like, okay, well, that's kind of weird. And I'd go back and sit down. And then I might hear it, like, an hour later of, like, someone opening up and closing a door. Um... At one point, my coworkers and I just got so used to it that, like, um, sometimes in like, in our, like we had a, a group chat and we would like message each other and we'd be like, "Hey, I think the ghost is like really busy or something because like I keep hearing doors open and there's no one here." Um, and then like, uh, I think one time, um, I think I was training someone and we heard we heard a door open and close and they were gonna like get up to like see what it was and I was like oh yeah don't worry about it it's just it's just the ghost um it like it didn't make us feel I guess unsafe but it was definitely sometimes kind of weird um especially when you're not like used to hearing it happen yeah, no, I can definitely understand that. And uh, and have you told many people about this story? And if so, how do they typically respond to it? So, like, I remember telling, like, the, the new people that we would train about it. Um, and they kind of, like, chuckled about it. Um, I think mostly because they kind of took it as a joke. Um, and, I mean, to be honest, like, a lot of us, all kind of took it the same way like we all kind of joked that it was just the ghost um i don't remember i don't ever remember talking to like my boss about it um but i think one time i had said like i was like hey i keep hearing like doors open and close do you know like what's going on with that and i think he just kind of told me oh it's just the uh it's just the theater students or something. And, mo like, at the time, I kind of believed him. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But then, um, like, I remember... I remember one time it was especially busy because the theater, uh, the theater was making a production and they were doing some stuff. Um, so I, they kept walking up and down the hallway, so I was like, okay, that's normal. Um, but then it was like... Um, well after everyone had left, um, at least I, I think it was well after everyone had left. Basically, I didn't see any of them, and they had, like, taken all their stuff to put it away. And then, it kept happening. Like, I kept hearing a door open and close. Um, you know, like, I was like, okay, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if it's really the theater students, because they should be all gone now. But someone's, someone's moving around again. And so, did you believe in ghosts before uh, you found, you know, these events to happen, or did this change your views on that? Um, I mean, I don't really believe in ghosts. I think sometimes, like, 
it's easy to kind of point at something you don't understand and just say, oh, it's a ghost, or like it's something beyond my understanding. But like, it, it's kind of hard because I still don't know like who was really opening up, like who was making all that, like all those noises um, while we were there. Um, especially even on like when like on holidays when no one's really gonna be there or on like winter or summer break or whatever so like it's it was definitely like kind of extra weird and for a while I was just kind of like yeah I, I guess maybe maybe Cambos is really haunted and I don't, I don't know but I don't it didn't really change my belief in ghosts, I guess. Cool. Well, thank you, Jacob, uh, for this. Yeah, no problem. And let me just add that I typically leave Martin at 8 p.m., and that building just gives me the shivers when I'm trying to leave every night. I've also heard those footsteps before, but I haven't investigated them to find the source at all, so I couldn't tell you if it's truly haunted or just someone wandering the halls. Let's just say that long days working on this project hasn't made my job any easier. And with that, we've concluded our spooky tales of UCM. Some from over a hundred years ago and others from just a few days. I know I've always found UCM to be spooky, and looking into these stories has been quite fun and brings me to my final question. One for you, the listeners. Do you believe UCM is truly haunted, or do you have a fun story you'd like to share? Then go ahead and send me an email via UCM email. I'm the only Gregory Burns, by the way, so you should be able to find me. And maybe in a future segment, we can take the show on the road again, and we can hear from you. Remember to listen to our next episode to hear from more great people from UCM. I'm Greg Burns, and you've been listening to Chatting It Up on UCM Radio, The Beat.